0: Welcome back to another episode of Commission Impossible. Two weeks in a row, my man. Ryan, how are you doing? I am doing well. That's good. That's good. I'm I'm, I'm still on spring break, so I'm doing really well. That is really nice. I'm Scott Fish. With me is Ryan McDowell. We've been known for our commissioning over the years. Got together, made a podcast. We uh, go over listener questions, bad commission stories, interesting league ideas, uh, some of our own league ideas. We answer nearly every email we get. You can email us too, commishpod at gmail.com. If you're new to the show, all episodes are pretty evergreen, which means go back and binge listen to them all. Lots of people do. It's a lot of fun. Ryan, let's get on to the show. Let's do it. Re-
1: ready for the first question? Can I have the first one?
0: Am I supposed to drum roll or something? I don't even know. Yeah, you read the first one. That was a bad drum roll. I know. It was terrible. That's a little it's all right. still bad. Still
1: first bad. question. Uh, first question from Scotty from New York. Not you, Scotty. New York, Scotty. Uh, Scotty says, Hey guys, love the show and all you do for the community. Thanks, Scotty. Thank My you. buddy and I would like to start a 10 to 12 team Devi Pipeline League where we choose states as opposed to single college teams. Ooh, I, like, I it. like it. I like it. We would get rights to uh, between one and five players from that state. Uh, How do we make this fair? So uh, my team who picks the state of Tennessee is not outclassed by Texas, Alabama, California, et cetera. I should mention, uh, sorry, he says, I should mention it's two quarterback, two tight end, Uh, your favorite Scott, IDP (laughs) and roster size is somewhere around 40. Any other Debbie advice in general?
0: Well, I Uh, think, I think the quickest answer to this is uh, assign values to all the states like Texas is a ten, and like uh, Georgia is like a seven, and like Minnesota is like a one. You know, like uh, yeah. you know, you know what I'm saying. And you, there's a cap for how many. You know, like the person with Texas only gets Texas, but then another guy gets like five or six states. You know, mm, I like this. Okay, so, so a ten
1: a ten point scale. Yeah, Texas, Florida,
0: California. Yeah, there are certain states that obviously you know would have. You know, large, George is pretty decent too at times. Um, yeah, um, yeah. There are certain states that, and, and is this the college or the? See, my my brain immediately went uh, high school. But yeah, if this is where the college is, yeah, there are certain states clearly that have a lot more. Either way, it works. You know, make a point system. The this Alabama is like nine or ten points. You know, Texas right. is a ten point. Whatever. Um. What do you think of that?
1: I think that's a great idea. I hadn't thought of that. Uh, my answer was going to be, you can't make it fair. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> I like your answer a lot better. <laughs> yeah. So you can load up on like five states that are two points each, or you could just go after Alabama for 10 points or something. Yeah,
1: That, that would be the, uh, the, the good strategy also, by the way. Um, yeah. I love that idea. I think that's how you do it. Texas, Alabama, California. Uh, Florida, Georgia are yep. going to be eight, nine, ten points. Yep. Uh, Scott, Minnesota, and Kentucky. Yes. <laughs> no, not not so much. Well, yep. Kentucky, <laughs> Kentucky might be okay. We've got UK, you know, might hey,
0: be okay. Minnesota, Tyler Johnson. <laughs> oh, I like him. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Eric Decker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying every once in a while we have someone. We, we had that guy. That we one. had that guy that one time, remember? <laughs> oh. But yeah, that's the way I think you should go. Yeah, assign point systems to each of the states and then have a cap for how much. Um Love it. hello guys. I know you guys have talked a lot about tanking and how you feel. It's generally accepted that setting bad lineups is gross and frowned upon. Our rules do say set your best lineup. One person found a loophole, though, Ooh, and during their rebuild we're dropping players like Eli Manning and good streaming defenses for Nathan Peterman and, for example, the Atlanta defense against Pittsburgh. I feel like this is no different than playing your worst players. The other side of the coin says that a commissioner has no right or ability to tell people who, how or who to waiver. Is this just bad form on the person tanking? But, and oh well for the league? Or do you think this should somehow specifically be written into the rules to prevent? Thanks in advance. Love the work both of you do for fantasy and charity. Inspirational, really. Uh, thanks, AJ. Um, it's uh, it's it's a lot of work what what we do, but it's a lot of fun and it, it does a lot of good. Um, so we we like when people uh, are in, are in support of that. Um, Let me get this straight. Yeah. Dropping Eli Manning
1: is his evidence of tanking. Is that right? Is that right? (laughs) Well, for
0: Nathan Peterman, I mean, (laughs) in that very one little (laughs) rare episode, (laughs) it feels like a lateral move to me. Yeah. Um, That's funny.
1: uh, Yeah, this is is pretty messy for sure. Uh, I guess you could have something in your rules along the lines of uh, start your – I don't know if a, if a starter is available, you have to use them, but AJ's right. Then you're, you're not only telling people how to it's set the lineup, yeah. but you're telling them how to, uh, manage their team overall, essentially.
0: Yeah. I hate this cause he's right, but I also feel like this is something you kind of have to allow. Yeah.
1: I, I think so too. I think you just pretty much have to have to go with it. Uh, I mean, dropping guys like Eli Manning. You know, jokes aside, uh, yes, he is a starter. He's going to score more points than backups like Peterman or, or whatever the situation is. But I mean, we're not talking about dropping Todd Gurley or
0: right. And I mean, I do have in my pigs laws even with the tanky, and I say you have to start active players. Um, oh, okay. So I mean, if Peter if Peterman's starting. Then I guess you got to be okay with it. But if Peterman, if he's picking up Peterman and Peterman isn't playing that week, that's that's a clear no-no. So maybe, I mean, if it's not in there, add that you know the player has to be an active player that week. But
1: yeah, yeah. Otherwise,
0: otherwise, it's a pretty sticky situation. I hate to admit, but it, it really is. And there, those exist
1: there are uh, there's always going to be loopholes like that to tank to tanking rules. Yep. Uh, Next question. Uh, We don't know who this is from. I will look it up as you read. It says I run several leagues on MFL. They're successful fun. I enjoy creating unique leagues that others also enjoy. However, I've never taken any money from the total league dues. I always thought this was in bad taste to get paid for running leagues should I start charging the league a percentage of dues to be the commissioner? I'm not sure how I can after I set everything up without a fee. Or if you think I should from the beginning, what's the fair amount? I only ask because every league I've joined the last few years have a good amount going to the commissioner, especially leagues advertised on Twitter. So this is a pretty easy
0: one. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: If, you're, if you're in the league, you don't take a fee. That's it.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. Yep.
1: yep. That's it. If you play in the league, there should not be a commissioner fee. Uh, that's that's my opinion, at least. Um, Scott, we run leagues right now yep. uh, that we commission and that we, uh, well, we don't take a fee, but um, safe leagues, our company, leagues, does. Our company yeah. does, right? Yep. Um, and I think that's certainly fair and understandable. Um, yep. And for a few years, I ran the hyperactive leagues as a commissioner service. And, and I took a fee. I was not in any of those leagues, uh, which I, I mean, I took a lot of um, a, a lot of flack for.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things that there are some owners that are going to take issue and it might cause more drama than the small amount of money you make is worth sometimes.
1: Right. Right. It, it was honestly, it was pretty easy to walk away from those in the end um, because yeah, it just it just wasn't worth it. Um in this situation, again, if you're in the league, I I don't think you should charge any kind of uh commissioner fee. And I certainly don't if the league's already been going. I mean, imagine going to your pigs leagues yeah. and say, Okay, guys, 10% yeah.
0: coming my way. Yeah, I'm gonna start collecting <laughs> fee. Well, I I could I yeah. Like I w I wanna say things like technically it's not exactly legal, but also having international people play and ha- like using PayPal is also not, you know, like, so I want to add though. I'm actually going to edit this out, Ryan, but I want to say stuff like that, but no one cares about that, you know?
1: <laughs> well, they should.
0: Yeah. But uh, for, for basic home leagues, I, maybe I should warn if you're like planning on starting a commissioner service, like you're planning on running a bunch of these and charging fees you're gonna, you're gonna run. There are watchdogs out there that, that that may report you, but if you're just doing it for a few leagues, it's it's not a big deal. And uh, yeah, if you've already started the league, what Ryan said is basically the, right on. If you if you've already started and you weren't, I'd have a whole lot of. It'd be really tough to go to people. I'm gonna take a commission fee now. And uh, if you're playing in the leagues, it, it's it's. It's a rough spot to. S- I, I've heard people that that play in leagues and their commission fee is not having to pay the entry fee, and that just like grosses me out a little bit. Yep, I like,
1: agree.
0: So I don't know. Uh, I might have to creatively edit that segment now, <laughs> but uh, leave I it think, all in. I think we got it all out there. Um, oh boy, this one has addressed to me, so I better read it, huh? You should. Hey, Scott, wanted to tell you a story about my league. First, though, I love... Oh, by the way, that last email was by David, was his name. So thank you, David, for that question about commissioner charging fees. Uh, This one, I also did not write who it was by. (laughs) This is amazing of me. I'm going to look it up real quick before... wanted to tell you... Okay, it doesn't have a name. Ah, uh, hey Scott, wanted to tell you a story about my league. First, though, I love the podcast. I've glad I'm glad you've got new episodes back. Oh, see, this is after we started back up. <laughs> <laughs> so Surprise! My, yeah, we took. Some, in your future, we will take some weeks off. There, guy. But as he's listening to it, it's in the past. He's he's he knows about it now. So, my league had to change names this season. That's interesting. Going into the season, it was the Gentlemen's Talk League. Or the, uh, it was called the Gentlemen's uh, Crap Talk League, but it was a different word that started with an S. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if we swear on this. I can't remember if we're clean or not. <laughs> it's a one keeper, snake style, 12 team, and you can only keep players drafted after round six. I'm the commissioner. An owner in my league decided not to select a keeper. I wasn't aware that if you didn't, pick a keeper on ESPN format, you would be able to sect, select a player in the keeper round, essentially round zero. I was drafting for my phone on lunch break at work. Bad move. The owner in our league who didn't select a keeper picked Le'Veon Bell for their keeper. And then Ezekiel Elliott at pick four. This is clearly against the league rules. Nobody noticed that it happened until round eight or nine. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. Oh no. That. Oh boy. So I couldn't allow the owner to keep Bell. A quick vote confirmed that the league agreed. Here's the problem. Half the league wanted to redraft, and the other half wanted to uh just keep it, I guess. Uh a lot of options were thrown around. Somebody suggested that he keep Bell, can't do that. Another suggestion that we share, we all share Bell. <laughs> can't do that either. Finally, we decided the only option that makes sense if we were gonna not. If we were not going to redraft, is that nobody gets Le'Veon Bell? The owner who drafted Bell got to select a player that would have been an option for him to keep. So Le'Veon Bell has been sitting on waiver since had sat on waiver since beginning the season, and that's where he sat all year. Uh, So now my league is called the No Le'Veon Integrity League. (laughs) Thought it was a funny story, and uh, Le'Veon Bell sat out the whole year. So, (laughs) listen, we've heard that before. So that's uh, that's really really. <laughs> that's fun that's fun and crazy uh that was a story <laughs> it was just a commissioner's story not even a bad story just a just a fun interesting story uh i like that Ryan. you go you you read something that actually has a question but i, I like that story mr person i don't know
1: all right next one is from alex from cleveland Uh, He says, hi, Scott and Ryan, I'm the commissioner of a dynasty league where we have an owner who rarely responds to trade offers, isn't active on the waiver wire, has a bad team, and has had issues with setting lineups in the past. We had a vote last year to remove this guy that failed by one vote, and the owner ended up finding out about it, naturally.
0: (laughs) We let him know
1: about our concerns and the issues are still there. Now a year later, he blames me and one other owner for causing this and sent me a text saying, if I want to trade with him, if I want to trade with him, don't try to kick me out of the league. How uh, should I handle this? It's a friend's league. However, he's not really friends with anyone in the league. It was more of a last second ad a few years back to fill in for an owner that left. I've got a really good idea. Okay, Kick, kick him out of the league. That's how yeah. you handle it. Yep. That's it. No vote. Yeah. Yep. He's he's Sounds like the worst owner in the league. He's not friends with anybody in the league. Kick yeah,
0: him out, yeah. That's that's the thing. I mean, if if he was in the group of friends and this bad owner and the vote was split, that's one thing. But if he's not really friends with anyone in the league, just kick him out. You're the commissioner, yep. um, just kick him out. Uh, maybe even try to find a good new owner first. And I feel like some of the owners in the league might be upset by that, but doubtful since they're not really his friends. Maybe the ones that voted to keep him. But uh, for the most part, it's just a year from now. It's going to be a blip on the radar. We've done that. We did that in my home league. We kicked a guy out. Um, no one, no one questioned me about it. But uh, <coughs> but uh, I, I think a year from now, it's it's just going to be a blip on the radar. So just kick him out. Just yeah, you're the commissioner. Agreed, Ryan has it. Ryan's dead on with that one. Uh, sometimes it gotta be tough. Uh ooh, John B from Pigs One Winner Circle, you son of a bee. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh it, I, I was in that championship game with John Bosch. It was me versus John Bosch. Oh. So that's why he's bragging from his winner's circle. That hurts. Yeah, it really does. It really, really does. Um I'm curious to hear your thoughts on fun aspects and pitfalls of his Fog of War League. This is actually uh, when he this he sent this when he was creating it. It is now, I believe, it's now drafting or maybe it's not drafting yet, Uh, auctioning. Excuse me. Credit to FF Ghost for the league name. FF Ghost also came up with the Capitalist Pigs League league name. So go to. He's good with the league names. Go to at the FF ghost on Twitter to, to get a league name. He's, he's good there. 50, 16 for a copy, but the startup is done by blind bidding waivers, not auctioning. Everybody blind bid. You blind bid for your entire team, right? Oh my goodness. I, I'm not going to go through all of this stuff that he has on here, but uh, it's all blind bid based. No, you never know the prices of players and Ryan, uh, Ryan Berger, uh, FF ghost wrote an article about this on DLF recently, probably, you know, spawned off of John's, you know, league idea, or I don't know which came first, but, um, what are your thoughts on that?
1: It,
0: it makes my head hurt. <laughs> it, it it feels like it could be a commission nightmare, but maybe not. Maybe, not, so? maybe, maybe John's figure it. It just feels like, like, it just feels like a lot of players, not commish, sorry, uh, a nightmare to put in the blind bidding waivers for. Oh, well, sorry, not commish. It feels like a nightmare to like, as a, as an owner, like trying to, cause with an auction board, you're like, Oh, these guys are about to, you know, are about to go off. i do I want any of them? But for blind bidding, <coughs> you have to, Oh, Oh, I see how, I see how John's doing it. Days. The, the first week, only 14 players are available to bid on like the everybody knows only bid on those 14 players and then the next week there's 28 new players and then the third week it's any player you want so he he staggers it a little okay that makes it a little easier but yeah that's a that's really really interesting like' you, I'm, te- <laughs> I'm terrible at blind bid waivers I, I think it, a- I think I mentioned the other day on Twitter I think I've won two or three blind bid players in the three pigs leagues combined in what would that be? Six total years of pigs. I've won exactly three, two or three. I I'm terrible at blind bid waivers in dynasty leagues. Redraft. I'm okay. Cause you have a set budget for the whole year and I can figure it out, but I'm just, I'm terrible. in in bankroll leagues. <laughs> no, I mean,
1: I seriously, I, I love the idea. It's an uh, obviously another, um, another unique <laughs> twist on on a startup so it's one of those that i would love to sit back and watch i don't know i don't know if i could handle it as a participant though
0: yeah that's i i don't think i could i don't think i'd want to commission or play in it but i love that it exists if that makes sense yes (laughs) um
1: all right next question yeah it's my turn don't don't steal Next question. I commissioned multiple leagues, including my first dynasty league this past season. Our rosters are 20. We have two IR spots um, that some have used. So some teams have as many as 22 players. Uh, I mentioned earlier in the season that we'd be expanding rosters. So the first rookie draft, we'd need to drop players, or at least I thought. My question is, how do you expand rosters in a dynasty? And also, what is the best amount of rounds to have for a rookie draft? I was thinking a three-round rookie
0: a three-round a three draft. On there for you too. Thank you, thank you.
1: I was thinking a three-round draft, but I'm open to any. Should I expand rosters to 23 and then have IR guys be an option to keep? Uh, I was essentially thinking a rookie draft is basically drafting rights, but knowing you still have to make moves to sign and fit them in. Uh, I got a little confused there. Uh, all right so that is from Bernal- i feel like well first Bernal- off the,
0: the amount of rounds for a rookie draft three or four is pretty much most common four is probably most common but i do see three rounders every once in a while right as well as five rounders. i mean i guess rounders. i
1: would i would say you've got to know how many rounds in a rookie draft you're going to have before yep. really before you start the league. That's step one. i mean those picks should have been available to be traded throughout the season um so if if you're at this point and you haven't kind of nailed that down yet, you've you've got some catching up to do. Um, as far as expanding the rosters, I think expanding by the number of rounds you have always makes sense. Yep. Um, so if if you have 22 players because of um, because of some IR spots, and you have three draft picks, you're still going to need to cut two just to make all your picks and.
0: Right. Um, I think that's, that's pretty standard, pretty typical. Yep. I, I feel, well, first off, I, I, I'm anxious to hear how you feel about this, but I am, I do not like people using IR slots in the off season. Like right now in the NFL, there are currently zero players on IR. Right. And last year, because of the new roster site roster, cut down rules, there were only 20 on IR in the off season last year. Total. Um, Using IR spots in the offseason for dynasty, except unless you allow suspended players, I'm just not a fan of it. So personally, I feel like you should those should be cut before your rookie draft. <coughs> but uh, yeah, I'm with you on just expand the roster to say 23 if it's 20 and then load on the rookies. And then you can use the IR after that.
1: Right, I, I totally agree, and and agree with your other point as well. No, nobody should be on IR right now. Um, so go ahead and make those moves now. Everybody needs to be on equal footing with with twenty players or twenty three in this case, whatever whatever your roster limit is. Um, if yeah. people are if people are carrying IR players that aren't really on IR anymore, then they've right. got an advantage.
0: And the easiest way to to do this with with and not hit rock the boat or annoy people is if your roster limit was twenty with two IRs, just make the roster limit now twenty three, and that way they can just move the IRs onto the roster, and nobody's mad because they're just moved on, and then keep it at twenty three when you do the rookie draft. Like it, it seems really simple just to do that, right, Ryan? Absolutely. That's from Commissioner Bernaldez is is who wrote that one in for us. Hey, guys, I've been a commissioner for over 11 years, and I'm going into year three of a dynasty salary cap Superflex league with a $250 cap, 22-man rosters, and nine starters. We also have a four-round rookie draft. Last year, there was a vote to increase the roster size to 24 the end result was 6-4 and 6-against with some strongly voicing their opinions on both sides. There are several owners who want to vote on the topic again this offseason. Do you have any input? If there should be a waiting period for voting on a singular topic, I'm for the increase, but at the same time, it feels somewhat wrong to vote on the topic in back-to-back seasons. Keep up the good work. I'm a huge fan of the podcast. Thanks, Brett. I have a, I have a pretty pretty easy feel for this. Uh, or do you want to go first, Ryan? No, you can go first. All right. Well, I I have zero problem with uh, the same poll in back-to-back years. I don't think there needs to be a waiting period. If it, there, there are things like in my home league I've noticed, which is very slow to maneuver. But one year it'll be like pretty even or fail like for adding PPR. And then the next year everybody's like, yeah, I, what were we thinking last year? A year can change a lot of stuff and, and, and something a full year ago that people, or maybe after the year, more people thought, you know, they had that, that season with the 22 man roster and they kept thinking, man, I wish I had 24 players. Maybe a bunch of those people changed their mind during the season. I have no problem with, with doing the same poll two years in a row.
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree. No, no real issue with it. Um, I, I mean, I guess my only thought is if you've got the same group of twelve owners, it sounds like you probably do. You haven't brought in any any replacements or anything like that. I guess I would want to have a feel for if there if there hasn't been any change. Um, it might just be a waste of time to go through this, and especially if there was some type of argument about this like it may not be necessary to bring it up again i don't mind having the same poll in back-to-back off seasons i just don't know if there's any point to it
0: yeah yeah uh yeah i i guess i could see going either way but just mainly i have no problem with dropping the same poll back-to-back but right yeah. yeah uh oh it's your turn I was about to start talking again, but awesome! Glad this one is in my throat. It's your turn.
1: This one is from Edward. Edward says, um, "I'm in three leagues this year, and we've had serious commissioner issues where the commission has admitted to some sort of rule infraction, and then insist on resigning their post. Wow. What are the odds <laughs> on that? This is interesting. Three leagues." <laughs> One was from for an inappropriate or late lineup change. Another I kept quiet. It,
0: if it was three different commissioners from three different leagues, that's crazy. If it's one commissioner for three leagues, <coughs> I can see that. I hope it's three different commissioners. It'd be the, so, Edward, do I just because that's crazier,
1: Edward pick some bad leagues. Uh, One was for an inappropriate or late lineup change. Another kept quiet about some open teams and maybe did some trading there. Maybe. The
0: way this sounds, it is three different commissioners. (laughs) Uh,
1: Various things from very minor to relatively serious violations occurred. Excuse me. Have you noticed much of this going on? Is this a thing now? Wait a a way to escape the responsibility for a league where one has become overextended or didn't realize their workload commitment. So I guess what he's referring to there is essentially you break the rules and then you say, okay, I'm out. I'm not commissioner anymore. Um, I don't think that's a thing. I haven't heard of that as, as some type of epidemic in the fantasy football world. It's, it's very strange if that's the case, if, I mean, I, I was feeling some of these same things as far as a workload commitment and uh, a little bit overwhelmed with some of the leagues I run and I closed the leagues. That's what I did. I didn't, I didn't cheat to give myself yeah. some reason to uh, step aside.
0: So I, right? that's, I, I don't think that's a common thing at all. Um, yeah, that I, that is definitely not common. Um, this is just really bad luck, honestly, because I mean, we do hear a lot of bad commissioner stories, but, but I mean, it's like, it's rare, <laughs> like it's it's on the rarer side. I feel like, right. um, oh, multiple so, from Edward, multiple unsuccessful SFB applicant. Oh, come I, on! I always feel bad when those happen. Get Edward in SFB nine. Get him in there, Scott. Take care yeah. of that. I'll I'll have to look at his email and uh, his see see if I can find him in my. Make sure you're signed up. Sounds like applicants. Do people ever complain about not getting in all the time? And 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 then
1: realize, or you realize that they didn't even sign up?
0: I knew exactly where you're going, and it happens constantly, especially right around the time where, like, Twitter's really buzzing, like people complaining about not getting an invite because they see all these other invites and they never signed up. It's there. We we are. I think there's ninety nine thousand four hundred or so signed up right now. And there will still this year be people complaining that they didn't get an invite and they never signed up. It's that's, that's the main reason I keep saying sign up, (laughs) make sure you sign up. I'm lost without that database database
1: this year. Can you just let everybody in that signs up? Oh man. Wouldn't that be fun? Just do, just do a, a best ball for weeks one through 10. Yeah. Let everybody in. Yeah. And then like, Week ten, eleven, twelve, whatever. Then, then you really start the SFB. Oof! Wow. That's what do you, what do
0: you think? That's uh, it's interesting. How about two weeks? How about two weeks of uh, uh you know, before the bye weeks? Bye weeks usually start week three, right? So, uh, some some years week four, but usually week three. Uh, how about the first two weeks our best ball? Everybody's in for two weeks. Cuts from nine thousand down to ten eighty. <laughs> Listen.
1: Are you, are you going to enjoy setting up 9,000 teams in on
0: MFL? Hey, guys. I enjoyed the podcast. One question, though. In the Ideal Dynasty League episode, you mentioned auction. Right, I thought that was funny. Oh, that was great. <laughs> you mentioned auction everything. Having only done redraft auctions, I am unfamiliar with how Dynasty Rookie Debbie auctions would work. Does last place... The previous year, get more ro- rookie auction money? Yes. And first place, get the least? Yes. Is that the same for the Debbie auction? Yep. Uh, also, if you include Ryan's toilet bowl champ, 113 one f- or, or 15 pick, depending on 12 or 14 team league, how would you account for that in an auction league? It, it, it's also in there. It's usually, well, Ryan, Ryan will tell how much money it is in his. Um I don't mind listening for the answer, but an email reply would be preferred since to setting up my league right now. Uh, he did reply back and he found the capitalist pigs bylaws that have, oh, have uh, that in there. Thanks Steven. Uh, so I believe if you go to, and I'm going to look this up real quick, scottfishbowl.com slash rookie money. Uh, let me make sure. Yep, scottfishbowl.com slash rookie money. You have Ryan McDowell's static rookie money values for a league. You have my static rookie money values, and then you have my Excel file that does a, a variable model. I'm actually going to move pigs to a static model next year. Um, uh, and I'm doing that because I allow tanking, and mm-hmm. the tanking throws off the variable model uh, mm-hmm. way too much, which makes sense, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah, that does make sense. The the the
1: static model that that we came up with years ago, uh, and, and I say we because it was not just me. It was a, a, a league that I had put together probably, I don't know, 2000, I don't know, 10 years ago maybe, several years ago. Uh, I had the idea. I knew I wanted to do a rookie auction. I hadn't seen it done before, Scott, like a lot of – the things we talk about, it probably yep. had been done before. I just hadn't right. seen it, hadn't right. found it. Um, so that some of the guys in that league, including uh, Jarrett Behar that used to ride at DLF and, and a couple of the guys, we we came up with that together. Jarrett went on to use it for his uh, green gold label leagues that, that he runs, and and I used it for Kitchen Sink. And I'm pretty sure a lot of auction leagues use that that same one or use, uh, the system you came up with.
0: Right. Yeah. And, uh, basically it does, uh, to explain it to, uh, I switched. What's the name? Steven. Uh, Steven uh, to explain to Steven. Yes. You, uh, like the one-on-one gets in Ryan's, the one get one gets $320. Uh, one twelve gets $110 and there's a, you know, a decline from one-on-one to one-twelve, uh, basically picks turn into cash. Um, Ryan's has three rounds and the 113 gets eighty dollars, which is uh roughly equal to what about the two oh five looks like.
1: Yeah, and people ask why isn't that just between the one twelve and the two oh one? And I I don't really remember. I
0: don't know. (laughs) It's just what we came up with. So yeah, there's probably a reason for it, but yes, uh basically the the 1.12 1, 101 through the 312 or whatever, it's just declining value throughout. Um, and people can trade those picks throughout the year. And then right before the auction, it turns into cash. Um, so, yeah, the, the worst team gets more money, the best team gets less money. It's, uh, it, it works out pretty well. It does. Uh, last question, Ryan. Is this
1: all you? This is me. This is from Paul. We don't know where Paul is from, but thanks for your question, Paul. Paul says, I'm a new listener to Commission Impossible. Just listened to episode 22, Drafting Your Favorite League Settings. I love the pod. My question is, what website is best to handle these sorts of settings with taxi squads, how the playoffs are handled with half, uh, half record, half scoring, highest points to advance to the championship, etc.? Uh, You mentioned that you're doing a Dynasty Startup podcast very soon, so maybe you'll answer then. Look forward to it. Uh, Thanks, Paul. Uh, Scott and I both use MyFantasyLeague.com. There are several other uh, solid options. I've heard a lot of people talking about Sleeper. I haven't used Sleeper, so I can't really... I've heard good stuff. I can't say either guy. way, but yeah, have heard good things. But uh, I do know MFL can handle all of those things and many more. We we use Devi players, and you can create um, you can create players in their system, uh, just like Scott does in SFB with <laughs> Scott Fish, Miami Dolphins quarterback, and yep, and many yep. others that we'll see in there. Um,
0: <laughs> so yeah,
1: a- MFL can pretty much handle just about everything we yeah. need them to do. And, and they also
0: everything in that episode for sure.
1: Yeah. And they also uh, are, are open to making changes
0: to make things even easier on us, which is nice as well. Yep. Uh, it, it, it's only going to get better and better, uh, honestly, because I met with them at FSTA uh, a few months ago and they already installed a bunch of awesome updates after that meeting. So I have, I have a lot of faith in, in the future of what they're doing there. So um, yeah, yeah, that's about it. That's it, Ryan. That is it. Thanks for asking Paul. Uh, uh, yeah, we, we are all caught up to that point. <laughs> we <laughs> have, we have uh, 30 emails left in our inbox. Some of those our League of the Week. Um, uh, people wanting their league to be League of the Week because we mentioned that several episodes ago. We haven't done one yet, but uh, we'll start that on the next episode maybe? That sounds good. Yeah, but uh, we're, we're really catching up. We we got through like, I don't know, 10 to 15 emails in the last two episodes? At that's least, up. yeah. Nice, or more. Uh, that's that's all we got for today. We'll be back probably next week. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> well, maybe. Probably next week. For myself, Scott Fish at ScottFish24 on Twitter and Ryan McDowell at ryanmc 23 on Twitter. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Oh yeah. One more thing. Commissionpod at gmail.com if you have questions, stories, whatever. We'll we'll uh take a look and probably talk about it. So that's it. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Uh-huh.